0: It's another Sunday night and another bizarre year in comedy. Tonight, we join some of our favorite friends of the show as we review, roast, and remember the absurd year that was 2021. It just might be the most uncomfortable holiday special of all time. I'm Dean Young, and it's an Omicron Christmas on Inside Jokes. Did you do Bob and (laughs) Duff? I did, because I got the two
1: But the thing is, is that with this pandemic, everyone's mental health just went down the Absolutely. So what do we need? We need to laugh.
2: Uh, there's a um, Can I say it? Uh, she already
1: said
2: sh- 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 There's a ton of great comedians, and you've got three of them on this show. <laughs> Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to an all new Inside Jokes baby right here on Global News Radio 640
0: Toronto and of course streaming coast to coast, Canada wide, North America wide. Planet Earthwide, because we are all one community this year on the Global News Radio Network, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, helping you eye roll so hard at the insane garbage fire we've all been trapped in. (laughs) I have our producer, Vince Tedesco, on the line. It is, of course, buddy, the end of another year in comedy, and oh boy, it has been a strange one, but the show must go on. It's our annual holiday special, Vince. We've got some of our favorite friends of the show from right here on our own network. Some of our favorites in comedy who've been on this show with us since the very first season. Uh, we're just going to kind of look back at what a strange year this has been and uh, cheers to hopefully something new in 2022. And uh, also pick apart some of the bigger topics that happened in comedy this year because it was a pretty juicy year filled with controversy and strangeness and and a few losses in Canadian comedy. So we have to address that as well. Yeah, uh, first off, Merry Christmas. Yes. One. Happy uh, holidays, uh, Merry Christmas, um, yes, happy, holidays, survive Christmas. everyone, <laughs> and uh, nice shout out to Bob and Doug McKenzie off the top. I kind of like right?
3: there, that uh, for, nice
0: those, back. for those listeners at home who don't watch our zooms on Instagram, I'm, I'm festive, I'm wearing a toque, so I had to do a little call of the north there to make this as much of a Canadian comedy Christmas special as possible yeah do you think we ended or are ending the year just as bad as we started it i don't even know anymore uh absolutely because, <laughs> because the beginning of the year was like all right it's a new year now it's not you know things are going to come back around from 2020 and then of course uh they did it oh. and then in the summer some things reopened and festivals happened again so we thought all right here we go uh but now we're back in the same vortex to wrap things off we have the omicron variant which sounds like a Uh, transformers character that's just ripping its way through society now so uh we're gonna see what's gonna happen in the new year and christmas but vince it's a holiday special we do have some juicy topics to go over and of course some of our favorite friends on the panel right here on inside jokes
4: is a thing to say On a bright, a wild Christmas day, that's the island greeting that we send to you. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. It's an Omicron Christmas right
0: here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Because the world is stuck in 2020 and now your vision can be too. We have some of our favorite friends of the show on the panel with us tonight. We're going to review roast and give a little retrospective to this bizarre year that was 2021 and cheers to the holidays and where we see this all going in the comedy world in the new year we have on the panel tonight pina crispo our very own pina crispo from the parenting show on this very network welcome
1: hello hello and thank you i feel honored to be the only
0: vagina on the show tonight well i would say there's a few of them but uh oh you have one okay yes uh all right we also have another great show keith pedro is with us hey, how are you doing you buddy <laughs>
3: doing?
0: oh it was a pleasure guys oh it's a right. pleasure you got your bong ready you're in the
3: everybody's yeah. in a festive mood
0: of this course another-
3: am 640 show so you know what i mean i'm not i'm not busy on on like the itinerary <laughs> but this is my first one so i'm very fresh with energy this is your first time joining us for the annual holiday special as
0: well, Keith. <laughs> you usually only talk to us if you're either dropping a new album or there's any other uh, COVID variant that we've got to talk about. Oh, yeah, uh, so
3: every three weeks I'm on this every show. Every three weeks. <laughs> both both three of those
0: weeks. things happen like clockwork every three weeks. Uh, of course, another great friend of the show who's been with us right since the very beginning, Frank Spadone, is in studio. Speaking
2: of, Speaking of vaginas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And of course, last but not least, another very favorite friend of Inside Jokes, who also we've talked to during this very bleak and
4: strange year, but
0: he always brings a ray of sunshine. John Paul is on the line with us. How you doing, buddy?
4: Everything's good, man.
0: So, I mean, we have, you know, you're all in radio, comedy. We want to go over some of the sort of juicier topics that happened in the comedy world this past year. There's been controversies. There's been big... There's been some big losses in Canadian comedy. There's been new stuff that has dropped. There's been a lot of conversation. Uh, But of course, before we get into all the the sort of big topics that happened this past year and shook up the comedy world during this bizarre time, Elephant in the Room. There's another, of course, COVID variant that's all over the place. It's really only a couple months ago that comedy clubs had just reopened and festivals Mm -hmm. started coming back and all of that. I know all of you have found ways to sort of work these parameters and do whatever you did during all this what do you what do you guys think there's another variant now we saw the news last night comedy bars closed its doors after just expanding to a second location they've closed until the new year Uh, a lot of shows are of course going on pause do you think at least we're in a different spot this time than we were last year where comics have figured out a way to sort of ride out these waves and, and keep that online audience going do you think we have an infrastructure now for all this
3: Absolutely not. Next question.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, what, what, I would hope, what I would hope is that everyone just kind of figures out a way now to, okay, if we got to go through this again, I want to figure out a way to work smarter and not harder. Because I yeah. think last year it felt like I need to hustle. I need to hustle. And now it's like, all right, cool. I don't want to go through that and burn myself out again. So yeah. now that we know we've got uh, the unknown comedy club, shout out to yeah. you know Rodney Ramsey Wood- and, and Daniel Woodrows and those yeah. guys doing their thing. Um, so it's it's not ideal, but let's let's just make it work and keep it pushing until they tell us we can go back out. For
3: me personally, good point, John Paul. For me personally, uh, when this lock this lockdown does happen, I'm not doing Zoom shows. Add me on OnlyFans, guys. <laughs> Pop! I shaved my <laughs> for a reason. There we bro. go. You know what, Keith,
0: uh, Keith Pedro, I actually have a Northern Ontario version of that. It's called Only Fams. So you have to be No Fams. Yeah, you have to be my cousin to be able to see it. This is this is an interesting panel for this though because I mean yeah, obviously it's not ideal. It's sort of a placebo. We all want to be in you know actual live comedy clubs and festivals talking to human beings face to face again but i mean pina you've always been an online content creator you built your own brand that's how you started this radio show to begin with so that's familiar territory for you Keith, you were dropping albums and digital content this whole time john paul you were rocking corporate still you were putting stuff out digitally frank you and angelo sarukas i mean we talked to you guys at the very beginning of all this and you guys started doing these live stream shows And i mean like ang was saying like I've been at this thirty years, and I never would have thought I would hit these platforms. And he loves it. I mean, he found a whole new
2: thing, you know. Absolutely, and you know what? Like you said, there's a bit of infrastructure there now to do shows, but I, I don't want to do a ton of uh, on online uh, Zoom agree. shows. Aren't they, you know? They weren't the most fun, and uh, yeah. if, if you could find a, a create, you know, we're gonna have to up our game maybe with the social media. Uh, or just try to keep getting content out there. The only problem is this, I think what we got to learn now is finding a way to make money um, and not giving away, you know, we, we gave a lot away, I think, over the last year or something, yeah. right? And, uh, and ideas, and yeah, that's what gets you your audience, but we got to make a living here still.
4: And you know why I think it's even more important that we get back to the live thing? Uh, and I don't know whether uh, Frank and, and Keith, you guys can attest to this, The crowds that seemed to be coming out were people that wanted specifically to come out to see comedy, not just, oh, hey, I'm walking by this place, let's go see what's happening. It was people coming out to be like, nah, man, I'm choosing comedy. And, And it was great. The energy was live.
0: It, it's Absolutely. so true and I mean I think people got to a point where they're frustrated they want that live entertainment yeah. again especially after being cooped up and watching the same news and all that I mean you look at the last like two three months since everything reopened comedy bar every single show that people were producing there was sold out everything yeah. was packed they had yeah. to open a second venue I, I'd and not you. for anything
1: Dean but the thing is is that with this pandemic everyone's mental health just went down the
2: so what do we need
1: we need to laugh we need to have fun and we need this more than anything like comedy is like number one on my list, you know, it, you know and here's
2: the, you're right and here's the challenge for all you Canadian broadcasters out there and not you guys, you know, the radio. Uh, there's a um, can I say it? She
4: already
0: said S-.
2: S-. There's, say a, it. there's a ton of great comedians and you've got three of them on this show. I, me and my buddy Angelo did a special just before everything with a live audience. It looks fantastic. And, and you know, and, and it's so hard to get it shown. Why? You know, yeah. help us out. Help, help out these, you know, Canadian government put a fund out there. And showcase. Dude, you know what? Maybe- if you
4: already got a package, just put that shit out yourself, bro, and uh sell it out the trunk of your car, do it the way the rappers did it, and then, yeah, then they're true. gonna start coming to true. you, and then you can call your price, man. True. You guys, you and Angela have enough followers, bro. Blow I know, we got somehow. He's on a cruise ship, well, even, God you a even you look
0: you look at when uh JFL came back, and yeah, it was sort of a half, half, you know, half live shows, half streaming. But it was the first time in history because the border was closed that it was an entirely Canadian lineup, which uh. we'll probably never see again. But it's this <laughs> pandemic.
4: It took like a pandemic.
3: But <laughs> the crazy thing forced
0: us though to like appreciate, yeah, this is what we do in this country. We pump uh-huh. out the best comedians in the world yeah. and we refuse to pay attention to it until they go and make it stateside. During all this, I think we sort of got this sort of forced patriotism again in Canadian comedy that came out of all this. There's a silver lining, my friends. That's my the message. Is,
3: uh... Sorry. My hope is that like all these promoters and bookers and producers just remember the people who kept their business going when That's the drive right. was closed. Like if I have to do another festival and I get a gift bag and it's just a toque, I'm a to <laughs> f- snap, bro. The marriage is getting better gift bags, bro. We kept you going from 2020. It was and the artist who everything.
1: I'm going to throw one thing in there. They talk about supporting small businesses, small businesses, small businesses. But what they fail to forget is that comedians and musicians are a part of that.
2: Yes. Exactly. All right.
0: We have lots of good stuff and not so good stuff that happened this past year in comedy, but lots of big topics to get into and pick everyone's brains on. We got the elephant out of the room. It's done. We all know what's happening. We're going to come back with our full panel. It's an Omicron Christmas on Inside Jokes.
3: Hey guys, what's up? It's Keith Pedro, Mr. Filipino Funny Man. And when I'm not uh, taking care of my kids and giving my wife some inside pokes, I'm listening to The Funny Show at Inside Joe. Charlie, I almost went crazy.
1: After Mario got busted. I went back to Omaha.
0: Welcome back to Inside oh Jokes. It's an Omicron Christmas right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. Helping Santa Claus find every chimney and then stand six feet away from it this Christmas. How about that? We got a full panel tonight. A lot of stuff happened. Oh it, was, it was a big year in comedy. There was a lot of juicy topics. There was some controversy. There were some specials that made waves. Uh, there was some you know, attempts at cancels. First thing, though, I want to get right out of the way here because we do, of course, have Pina Crispo on the panel with us tonight. And it's not all just comedians on the panel. It's friends in radio as well. Pina, I want to pick your brain maybe on this, and uh, we'll open it up to the panel. One thing that's happening in comedy right now that's more on the gospy side of things, Pete Davidson's magic penis. What is with Pete Davidson? He gets anyone he wants. This is the the big topic right now. Pina, is does this just prove that sense of humor is maybe the most attractive thing? Is comedy sexy?
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if a guy can make me laugh, I don't know what it is. It's just like it adds, it adds so much.
0: Because a lot of people, I think it's mostly jealous dudes that are just like, why is this guy getting the Kardashians and the
4: so look, look at it this way? Amazing. Pete Davidson is famous. Yeah. He's 27 years old. He's been famous since he was about 20. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? He's known for having a giant hog. And I was gonna say his, he's got a real uh, skadooch on him there, right? Eh? And because of his big lips, he looks like he might even have a bit of the negro in him. So that he, he
3: also has adds like that
4: his, little extra spice <laughs> to him.
3: He also talks about his mental health a lot, so he has that Kurt Cobain yeah. factor. So girls look at him like, oh, a broken artist, yeah, that he makes no, me he's laugh
4: because <laughs> of his whole dad in right, 9 like 11, dude. He's not right, like, he knows kid. how to play but the he, game.
1: If if it's too big sometimes, that's not that's not always a positive thing. I'm just I'm that's just a U problem.
4: Here. That's a you <laughs> problem. I don't know what you're talking
2: about. Got it's got not to do with me.
4: That's got nothing to do with me. That's a you problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happens if it is a little too robust? So, you
0: know, like hey, what's his track record? Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande. Grande?
4: Kate Beckinsdale.
0: Kate Beckinsale, Kim, Beckinsale. Kim Kardashian,
4: um, Thing's daughter, daughter, Larry uh, <laughs> Gray, yeah, yeah. So he's got a he's got a good record, man. Notice that they're like going in their
2: forties. Huh? Are they all in their 40s? not Ariana?
4: Not Ariana. Not Ariana. Uh, okay, not- Kate Beckinsale's in her forties. Yeah.
2: So
3: a lot of these older women are going after Pete. I like- tell you, man, broken artist. If yeah, we're in artist. He's in his big prime. Big they're artists, in their prime. Works, sorry. So he's got that lost puppy thing.
0: Well, I don't know. Pina is Ariana that. Ariana
4: didn't go platinum wow. until Pete Davidson. He is That's true. His hog is the Erica Badu of penises. That is what it is. He, he makes the artist better. Pete Davidson
3: didn't go get famous until Ariana Grande, to tell you the truth. No, Clearly man. That. He popped off
4: from his first segment on, on SNL, man.
3: And no, yeah, just... we knew him. But, like, my girl and my daughter who's 19 didn't even know this guy till Ariana Grande. But like yeah. the average folk probably didn't know.
0: He really did become more of a household name after that. They kind of Taylor Swifted each other. They had a breakup. She did a bunch of songs about it. He went on Instagram and was sad and it kind of helped them both blow up. Is that is Pina, is that a thing too? That sort of like lost puppy thing? Like, oh, he's being
4: vulnerable and sharing. Yes, his... yes. But in her, Sensitivity. In Ariana's. You go for it.
1: Sensitivity. When a guy is vulnerable, it shows a sensitive side and then can make you laugh. Yeah. It's hot. But so so also, works. you
2: want to fix him, right? You yeah. want to you want to be the one that saves him and fixes right. him. And well, the
1: truth is, we can't fix anyone, Frank. We all know that, right? But-
2: <laughs> this panel is a great wow. example of that. This seemed, this seemed that yeah. seemed
4: very personal, Frank. She was <laughs> yeah. staring no, right no. <laughs> into the camera. I was, wow. you know what?
0: I'm
3: not just like a parenting like that. show. Hopefully, <laughs> I
0: I, I would say that in fact, Inside Jokes has been on the air for six seasons, based strictly around the fact that some people are just unfixable. <laughs> That's, the, that's like our whole. That's what's kept me and
4: Vince on the air this whole time. Is inside jokes is trying to sleep with Pete Davidson. Damaged. That's how broken they are. they are.
0: All right, that's the consensus on Pete Davidson. He's got the trifecta. He's got the. He's got that trifecta. sad, melancholy, nice. that broken puppy thing. He's got the sense of humor, and he's got the tripod. All right, and let's regrow without being a Negro. It,
3: if you really think about it, though, at this point, he doesn't have We're to look go. like anything. Go beware. Yeah, yes, with
4: that. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> yeah, I said he looks Negro without being Negro, so that helps. Yeah. That uh
0: how much do you think Kanye is really like losing his mind about this, by the way? I mean, but can
3: you imagine that though as Pete Davidson? You, Are you kidding hey, me? Oh yeah. Let's think about Pete Davidson. Like he's yelling at Kanye's kids when he's trying to smash. Oh, he's wow. like, hey, shut up, get down. And this is like his. I, I could never do that. Like even if I got with Kim Kardashian, I could never yell at Kanye's kids. No, I can't. Oh, I'd be mad that's, that's that it's much. possible like, he's
4: smashing my wife to like my music. And I was like, no nah, man. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. almost like I'm there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's true.
0: <laughs> it's I I feel like a storm's brewing <laughs> though because this is you know Kanye's never quiet about anything. And he hasn't really unleashed about this yet. He's a, he's sort of touched on it a little bit. He's like, "Well, we're not really divorced." He was saying that on the air oh, a couple of weeks ago. But you know, he hasn't really done his rant on this yet, which we all know it's coming.
2: He's got a temper, yeah. Like I'm surprised it hasn't come out yet. Like, and he's impulsive, so like, is is this is this is he planning something? Because really, he just explodes. But who knows? Maybe he's writing a whole thing about it. But but he seemed hopeful. Is he seemed hopeful? He, seem hopeful he can. Get back together with her or something? I, I, I thought that's what I read. Are we
4: really trying to, uh, to
2: figure out what's happening in Kanye's head? I know. <laughs> get us. I've never tried to figure out what's in Kanye
0: West's
4: Kanye is...
0: head. Yeah. You know, that's its own. We, that would be like a great magic school bus episode, actually. <laughs> Kanye's yeah. brain. What's go, what is happening in there? I just like find the, it uh...
1: entertaining and love the fact that you guys are more
0: into this gossip than I am. Yeah. I'm the chick here. <laughs> because no, because it's never it's never comedians.
4: You know? And we never had a sex in the city. Yeah.
1: Never watched it. And comedians <laughs> having pushed...
4: to sit here and lie on the radio. Just, just go to your meeting.
0: Comedians just having too to much deal. sex with celebrities is never a thing that happens. It's always like, oh, they've said a thing they shouldn't have on Twitter and now they have are losing their job. It's never anything sexy, Pina. So it's new and exciting. You,
1: you got to jump on it, dude. I'm not uh, even
4: gonna lie. Every time you say your <laughs> name, it sounds like you're saying penis, and I, I'm here for it. I am totally here. here, for JP,
1: JP, crispy. I got name for you.
4: <laughs> All right, JP, we got my full name. Coco, beware. Frostball. No, I got,
1: I, JP. I'll tell you my full name. If you think that that was penis, that it sounds like it's penis when he calls me Pina, my full name is Giuseppe Pina. So. Have fun with droopy that one.
4: penis that is not the name you want. droopy penis you know the more with the juicy
0: yeah it's pete Davidson. yeah i don't
4: i don't need all right another penis. uh another
0: big thing we'll we'll switch gears here <laughs> you
4: said another big thing i like what you did there. <laughs> speaking
3: of, oh, speaking of
0: uh speaking of giant dicks, joe rogan <laughs> joe rogan was in the joe rogan's kind of always in the news this was a weird sort of controversy that happened joe rogan got into hot water because he was sort of on his platform of course he's got the joe rogan army he's got all his podcast listenership which is of course massive you know say what you will about the show uh but he was spouting off on his his medical opinions on vaccines you know he's spouting off a bit of vaccine skepticism and anti-vax stuff he got in a lot of hot water there a lot of people were saying you know it's irresponsible because you do have this huge listenership and all that I mean, yes and no, right? Because it's sort of, he's sort of like the Rush Limbaugh of the comedy world. It's like, yeah, he's got like a couple hundred thousand, some of them are idiots to him. You know, they're going to go, they're going to, they're, they're going to follow with whatever he says. So, I mean, really, I don't know. Is it a bad, the guy's got a podcast and I mean, it might not be the opinion that science agrees with or what have you. But he's saying his own, he's speaking his mind on his own platform. Do you guys think that should have been as much of a red button issue as it was?
4: Okay, so I'm just gonna be the the old dude in the room. Yeah, uh, Morning, far, JP. If if you're taking advice, and again, I know say oh, he's got a platform, and he's supposed to be responsible, and people are listening. I'm hey, from is that the a white old guy school. That's it, that's my grade ten teacher, Mr. Kerr. Uh, exactly. Uh, John, John, Paul. John, John Paul, please your do, do your log, do your logarithms. Yes, uh, <laughs> Come on, JP. John, come on, John. Ah. Uh, If you're, I'm from the Charles Barkley old school version, man. People aren't supposed to be the influences in your life. People that you don't know. If you don't know Joe Rogan, why is this guy influencing your life? He's there for entertainment. Listen to it for that. So what is it called? The Darwinian theorem or theory where you have a survival of the fittest kind of thing. And you just kind of whittle down the people. If if you're dumb enough to, to buy into Joe Rogan, there's no DR in front of his name the dude who tells yeah. jokes and smokes weed and fights mma and loves excitement what do you listen to this guy for i'm old school man if you're dumb enough to take advice from this guy then you deserve anything that comes uh, after. I,
0: I was, I was gonna say. I mean, we've been doing plugs for ivermectin on this show for the last six months, but I mean, it, it's the same sort that's of a you, thing. You,
3: you I haven't done plugs for ivermectin, but I mean, it's.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, <a> <laughs> That's called natural
4: selection. If you listen that's to the point, I, that's the word. That's what I was trying to remember. Natural right? selection, not. if you go natural I mean, it's selection, like these, correct.
0: Like these these kids eating Tide Pods. It's like if you sure. if a guy tells you to. You know, or last year when the president told people to drink bleach. <laughs> there, were, there were a few people in rural Alabama that drank themselves yeah, yeah, from bleach. Yeah. I mean, if you listen well, to yeah. this guy and you go, oh, I'll try the horse dewormer, you know, that's kind of up to
4: you. Whatever. No, I can't even drink too much milk. I'm going to take horse dewormer. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I can't even eat ice cream. It's this sort
0: of, and I mean, it of course happens a lot in comedy, but it's this sort of idea that we have to like, Protect audiences from themselves and police things for people and baby people it's like you no know, you you listen to the content you want to and make your own choice i mean it's but, your it, but, but hang
2: on hang on hang on i get it i get all that but isn't it his show and everyone has an opinion and he can say what he wants because if Correct. everyone's repeating the same crap and I, this has nothing yeah. to do with whether to take stuff or not take stuff that's not what i'm saying i agree frank he is allowed to say what he wants it's his show he has fans for a reason i i agree with you 100 john paul you're not going to take advice from a guy that's not a doctor but um let him bring the people and and, and sometimes you do need that other um voice in the room opinion that yeah. other that other yeah. angle on how to look at things whether it's right or wrong maybe it proves the uh who people think you know that are right more right and yeah. and and we need this in, in media. We need this in entertainment. Um, I think people would be easier to make decisions. We should get two doctors. Uh, but people um, do. Yeah, but people do. If you get and, babies, and that's what I like about opinion opinion But he does get doctors on opinion. his show. He gets doctors he, on his show. He, he, and he does, and that's what I like. I, I saw he brought on some doctor, and I know we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, doctor McCullough, and it was very interesting to listen what yeah. he said. Uh, so yeah, he sometimes spews stuff that seems out there, but then he does bring on people that are doctors and that makes sense. But he asks
3: the questions that everybody wants that. That's ask. right. That's he, right. He asks yeah, like, how mean, is these people's health, their diet, how
2: none of these none of these questions are being asked on CP24. And listen, he had covid and got through it in his own way, so I think anyone should yeah. be interested in listening at that. At
1: and the, at the point, end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like JP said Like you do what you want with that information.
0: Exactly. And it sort of, it points to the fact that, you know, we've almost forgotten how to have a conversation and have debate and speak opinions. Everything has to toe the same line. All right, more stuff to get into from 2021. We're gonna come back with more of It's an Omicron Christmas right here on
2: Inside Jokes. Hi, this is Frank Spadone, and when my wife's not breaking my silver balls, uh we're listening to uh, Inside Jokes. it was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank, an old man said to me, on not see another one, and I only sang a song. the rain-
0: welcome back to it's an omicron christmas on inside jokes right here on global news radio 640 toronto brought to you of course by our good friends at hakeem optical just because everything is terrible right now doesn't mean your vision has to be how about that we have some of our favorite friends on the show on tonight's (laughs) holiday panel wrapping up the year a look back at some of the big topics that happened in canadian comedy this past year and where we hopefully see new things heading yet again in the year ahead Uh, of course before the break we got into the whole joe rogan versus vaccines thing and i mean uh yeah it just points to the fact that you have a platform speak your mind debate's a healthy thing i think we've lost that art form a little bit you're supposed to just like toe the line and say the thing and if a few of your listeners take your dumb medical advice well that's just sort of darwinism happening right there plus also joe rogan always gets accused of being like as if he sort of like invented the sort of pro <laughs> comedian <laughs> he didn't remember 10 years ago dane cook was selling out madison square gardens a couple times a year <laughs> you know he just took the podcast medium and ran with it that's all i mean he, he was one of the comics that really blew that up uh anyways reset the room there's a lot more uh there's a lot more to get into that happened this past year uh Another sort of elephant to address in the room. This was a huge loss for Canadian comedy. We had a we lost a couple of our own. I mean Matt Billen shout out, passed a few weeks ago. That was a huge hit for Canadian comedy. I know a lot of our guests and listeners out there knew him and worked with him. Uh, but of course, a, a massive one in Canadian comedy this past year, one of the great Canadian comedy icons this country has ever produced and well loved all over the world, of course, Norm Macdonald. That was a huge loss there. Not just for Canadian comedy, just comedy in general. I mean, I really think, I know a lot of us out there were huge fans of his. There just really was nobody who had that voice like Norm MacDonald. I mean, how many people after that got stoned and just watched like three hours of him on late shows? I mean, he was probably the best interview guest ever. Those sound bites were just (laughs) fantastic. Norm was one of those people who was funny when he wasn't switched on. He was just, he walked into a room and he was funny. He was unintentionally funny. He had that natural thing. I don't think a lot of people have what he had
2: well thank you uh dean uh no <laughs> um i guess do per- be
0: fake now frank <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm not trying right now either wow a I know. Um, you know here, here's the thing i think norm to us comedians uh and maybe you know i'm a little older um he was just the guy Look, from ottawa my again not to mention angie again he knew him worked with him he gave us inspiration. Like exactly. here's a guy on Saturday night live. If you know, and some of us thought, well, if he can do it as much as, as talented as he was like, this guy's, this guy's talented. Maybe we can do it too. And, uh, and this is what keeps pushing guys like me, JP and Keith uh, is uh, you know, um, there are guys out there doing well and they're and you know, because when you're from this country, like, like I said earlier, it's, it's tough. It's tough to get seen. It's tough to get noticed. And we need our, you know it was tough to see him go because you you saw the years of 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 greatness uh, leave uh, maybe a little too early and uh, you lose someone that inspires you you know so
0: and it was a shock to the system too because of course i mean anybody even in his own circle nobody knew he was sick
2: was sick yeah Yeah.
0: it was just this huge bombshell that just came out of nowhere and really had this massive ripple effect through the comedy world
4: what i love about norm mcdonnell as a comedian for the comedians is he was a living example of someone who had zero to give and all he cared about was the art and the comedy he didn't care how you took it He's like this is how I'm giving it to you and it was the purest form of any type of drug and and that's the beauty of it and and it it is a huge loss but at least we have that example of what we can do when we stop being scared uh, of how our careers might end up so and I think that's
1: why it was such a huge loss for the comedy world and for Canadians because of that exact reason.
2: And, you know sorry JP you, you and you nailed it because nowadays it's scarier and scarier to do this job with people getting cancelled I better not say the wrong thing yeah. you know, going back to Joe Rogan as might you might disagree with him but at least he's just saying what he believes and exactly. or you know in and, yeah. and he's questioning <laughs> things so um yeah great point uh out a boy JP I like it. Jp's got like himself a drink
0: <laughs> there there we go it's Christmas baby uh, Oh, very nice! Oh, nice. I mean, I think the thing about Norman—I mean, this is why he was such a force of nature on all these talk shows. This is why he was such a favorite guest of Conan and of of Letterman. Is I think he had this level of confidence that was terrifying. I mean, this—he came across like he didn't care at all. Like he took nothing seriously. He just because he had this absolute just ease and comfort and. Was unapologetically himself. You know, a lot of us, when we get up on stage, we're sort of a dialed up version of ourselves. We step into yeah. a, of a character. Norm was just like, you had the sense that he could be sitting on the couch on Letterman, or you could meet him at a bar. You got the same person every single time. And on stage in front of 3,000 people, he was the same guy. He was just this distilled form of comedy
4: that we don't see in a lot of people. And the you beautiful like part this, about, um... uh, yeah, go for it, Keith
3: he had the he's the only comic that I know that is like awkwardly confident. Because awkward guys are not confident. Yeah. And he had like he would slouch over in his interviews, and he's like, he looks like this schleb, but his confidence and his cockiness, but in his delivery was so good. But like his body language, like if you put the interviews on mute, you'd think he, he was a loser. Yeah. And then you then you turn <laughs> yeah. it on. And you're like, oh, based on body language, you think this guy was a bum. But then when you tell he's like, Oh, this is the coolest. You know he's, and he's the only guy who yeah. who who matched that. Who was in who's tiptoeing he in the reached, line between awkward and confident.
4: He reached the highest level of comedy, and by that I mean he had complete trust from the audience, from from the Lettermans, from the Conans, for himself, yeah, even for his comedy. like the comedy. black community
3: loved yeah. him. Like he was getting complete love from everybody. Trust
4: that is the highest boss yeah. level of comedy you can reach. So, and you can you know. see,
0: like you you watch yeah. all those clips, you can see. In Letterman and Conan's face, and every time Norm was on, absolute joy coming from them because they knew they had no idea what this guy was going to say and they were waiting for it. They knew they were in for a good time. Uh, which, by the way, okay, we're going to come back with our panel. We're going to go to break. Uh, by the way, though, Norm MacDonald and millions of others, what is it in the water in Ottawa? I don't know why so much great comedy comes from there. I don't know if it's just like this boring bureaucratic town, but just. The greatest of the greats come from Ottawa, baby. I don't know why. All right, we're going to come back with more Omicron Christmas <laughs> right here on Inside Jokes.
1: Hey, it's Pina Criswell here from Chic Mama and the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And when I'm not rolling a joint and getting high, I'm listening <laughs> to boys on Inside Jokes.
3: Happy holiday! Happy holiday! Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you.
4: Happy
0: holiday. Happy holiday. Welcome back to It's an Omicron Christmas on Inside Jokes, brought to you by Hakeem Optical. Just because you aren't getting laid during the pandemic doesn't mean you can't look good not doing it. We are, of course, wrapping up the year, looking at some of the big controversies and mayhem that happened in the comedy world this past year. Uh, quick one that I want to pick the panel's brains on, because, of course, this was a, a huge victory for Canadian comics. Uh, quick recap. Canadian comic Mike Ward has been in a legal battle for the, over six years now. Uh, he had some material on an album and, and in live tapings that was the subject of this joke was a disabled singer-performer in Quebec. The family tried to sue. Uh, the government was trying to sue him for basically... It was verbal assault at that point. So they were saying that he couldn't do this material. Took him six years. He won this battle. Free speech reigned true. Uh, I mean, Keith, JP and Frank for comics like
4: yourselves, how much of a huge milestone is this for comedy in general? To me, it was the highlight of COVID uh, because I feel that comedy and comedians have been punched down for so long Uh, that that his victory gave me a glimmer of hope. Because what I hate in this pandemic is like, we need more comedy, we need more comedy, but we want you to do it the way that makes us comfortable. That's not how it works, man. So what Mike did was uh, allow us to be able to continue to do what we know needs to be done, the real ones.
2: Uh, and, and yeah, sorry, it, it goes back to, you know, Norm not being afraid to say what he says, and that's what makes him so beautiful. And, and JP says, we need more comedy. Like he said, everyone was saying it, we need more comedy, but don't do it this and don't do yeah, that. And, yeah. and it's like, that's not what comedy is. And, and, and going back to the Mike Ward situation, I, I, I don't think he was trying to say anything wrong uh, that, or it was bad that the kid kept living. It was a make a wish thing. Right. And he said, and he got a bunch of make a wish wishes and then he survived. So Mark was like, well, he's still alive. Like he wasn't wasn't saying it was wrong that this kid was still alive, but again, it's comedy. It's yeah. it's you know, yeah, and I think and I think that's what Norm did. He's like, hey, I'm saying this and it's comedy and if 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 like it's comedy. Like that's why we're here. So anyway, I I interrupted Keith. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, no. I know we only have a few minutes. Uh, I don't know. I'm
3: going to be really quick. Thank God his name was Mike Ward because if it was Jerome Walker, he wouldn't have won that case. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, would have back got a to, murder case, too. <laughs> back to, uh, know, to Jerome Wright was saying, I think well, with comedy, man, it's all about the intent. Yeah, it's all correct. about the intent. You well, got to read the intent, man. It's 100%. Kind
0: of, it's kind of funny, too, because while that was happening in Canada, at the exact same time the Dave Chappelle Netflix controversy was happening, where all we were seeing was the people on Twitter going, we gotta cancel this guy, we gotta cancel this guy. What we weren't seeing though, or what people weren't talking about was the fact that all these representatives from the trans community were going, no, this is a comedy special. I'm not, who's who's saying that they're offended for me? I'm not offended by this. So, I mean, it was interesting. There was a loss happening there on Dave Chappelle's side in the States while we were sort of winning this victory in Canada.
1: It all comes down to freedom of
0: speech. If yeah. you don't
1: like something, turn it off, walk away.
0: Exactly. Not everything is for everyone. That's, we've forgotten yeah. that. I mean, stop not, being
4: so offended.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You don't like yeah, but something. I mean. Like I don't
4: really, I really don't give a what people this think. This episode I, is one of those things. It's, it's a heated thing, man. Uh, what I love about what Dave is doing is Dave is a living, breathing example of why the Mike Ward decision was so important. He is yeah. putting to action freedom of speech. And what people seem to think is freedom of speech is free. It's not free, it costs. It costs rights, it costs money, it costs a lot of things. So what we need to do is, is rally behind, even though we might be in the minority right now, is rally behind all the people that are choosing to, to speak the way that they speak and push the envelope so that we can all move the needle as, as, a, as a species man
0: there we go and look at that i think is a positive note to end on heading into a new year of comedy variants be damned we're gonna see clubs reopen again as we all know festivals come back so hopefully there will be some new exciting stuff to talk about in the new year in comedy uh we're gonna go around the panel because obviously we could recap this year for three whole episodes uh jp we'll start with you where where can we find your stuff online
4: man uh, mostly Facebook marketplace. I'm reselling those antigen tests that all the students had. I robbed a bunch of them. So check out my Facebook page and, uh, you, know,
2: you know, hit it. Get at me there, man. Don't hate to the play. There we go. Frank Spadone, where can we find you, buddy? Uh, listen, I'm on uh, social media under Frank Spadone. I have this fantastic comedy special that none of the networks want to pick up. um please uh send me a dm if you would like to show this view this um yeah just just find me on social media
0: and pina crispo i know you have like a dozen brands plus we can hear you here on chorus of course where can we find you um
1: instagram facebook i'm chic mama so it's C H I C underscore m-a-m-m-a and my second co-authored book just came out mama's got a (laughs) which is an amazon bestseller so go pick it up Shout there out to go. Floppy
4: Penis. Right there, right
0: there. And, of, <laughs> course, <laughs> and of course, the one-man album
3: machine, Keith Pedro. Where can we find you, buddy? Yo, $6.99 a month, OnlyFans, at StudWeb. <laughs> I'm at Stud StudWeb, no, um... hilarious. That's so funny, you guys <laughs> no, have no um, idea. at Keith Pedro. Um, also, you can check me and John Paul at uh, Roast Battles Canada, now straving on yeah. Craig TV. Boom.
0: Shout there we Green go. That Spider-Man. is our panel again. It was a roller coaster of a year in Canadian comedy. Some wins, some losses. Uh, was never boring, that's for sure. We look right. forward to seeing what happens in twenty twenty two. Reopening again for the millionth time. That is our show. Don't forget, you can listen to all of our episodes right back to the beginning on Global News Online. We'll see you all in the new year. Happy holidays, everybody! Happy New, Happy year. Happy new year! Happy New Year!
4: Happy New Year,
3: everybody! Hi, this is Alicia Carusi. And you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week's Comedy Rx is Mike Ward. Kids shouldn't know you can't hit them. Like when I was little, I didn't know my dad couldn't hit me, so he'd raise his voice, I'd shut up, it'd work, right? Nowadays, you raise your voice, your kid's like, you can't hit me, I'm seven. If you hit me, I'm going to call child services. If ever your kid tells you that, hire another seven-year-old to beat the crap out of him. <laughs> I sponsor a little kid in Africa. I don't know if anyone does that here, but I I got a little kid on the internet. Worldvision.ca, you can pick and choose your kid by age, date of birth, gender, or region. I picked one that was born the same day as me. I write my birth date in, two kids pop up. One of them, Nelson, he's from Kenya. He's four years old. He's perfect. As soon as I saw him, I was like, yes, that's the one I want. Add to cart. So... (laughs) I. I own him now.